Chapter 1. A Young Boy Dreams of Flying Daydreamer I was born in Salem, Massachusetts, on July 24, 1961. A couple of years before that, my parents bought a three-story, sixteen-room, old Greek Revival-style house in historic Salem, about fifteen miles north of Boston. My dad was an electrical engineer. My mom was a devoted, hard-working homemaker, and they planned to fill the place with kids. That agenda seemed to work out perfectly because I am the third of seven siblings. My sister Yvonne and my brother Roger are older than I. My sister Marilyn was born next, followed by my three brothers, Mark, Tommy, and Paul. The house was built in the mid-1800s, and I imagine my parents must have thought that its location and size outweighed its age and impracticality. The style resembled a miniature Parthenon, a mint-green box with white trim and a peaked roof. For a long time, my sisters shared a room, Roger and I shared a room, and the three younger brothers shared another one. As we got older, we spread out into our own spaces, but in the early years, my parents consolidated all of us kids, you might say, in that big old house. From a hundred feet up, the roof with its two chimneys would have just blended in with thousands of others, jutting out from the thousands of trees standing sentinel over our storied town, best known for the witch trials held there in the late 17th century, and a certain house with seven gables. It was one of those houses that any kid would love to grow up in. There were so many rooms and stairwells and alcoves, and they all provided endless opportunities for fort building and hiding. I'll never forget those spots where I could hide forever. Just me and my scraped knees, surrounded by the look and feel of our house's beautiful old woodwork. When you walked in the front door, there was a formal staircase with a large banister that twisted up in a pattern of squared turns all the way to the top. I could stand on the first floor and look all the way up. At the back end of the house was another stairway, originally a service stairway, which rose from the kitchen to the top floor. That one was enclosed. With sixteen rooms, three bedrooms, a basement, and two stairwells, hide-and-seek was elevated to a varsity level. Almost all my family members were musically inclined, and most of them played several instruments. While I always loved music, and while the memories of Dave Brubeck through the whole house on Saturday mornings are very dear to me, I just didn't get the musical gene. In a house full of musicians, I was the only one who didn't play an instrument or sing harmony. However, as early as the age of six or seven, I was obsessed with the idea of being a pilot. Logan Airport was due south of us, and I looked up into the sky over my neighborhood and watched countless planes going in and out of Boston. I remember one airline that painted their planes bright yellow, and I loved to watch the big metal birds leave their contrails across the sky, imagining I was their pilot. At the time, the airline industry was growing, and the wide-bodied jet was coming into fruition. McDonnell Douglas had their big DC-10, Boeing had the 747 jet, and Lockheed Martin had the L-1011. Just the sheer power and size of those aircraft fascinated me. Even though this was near the end of the Vietnam War, I wasn't really interested in high-performance aircraft yet. I was enamored with the whole commercial airline industry, 
and loved those big, wide-bodied jets. By this time I had my own room overlooking the backyard, and the walls were plastered with pictures of my heroes, pilots like Chuck Yeager and Amelia Earhart, and astronauts like Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Eventually, it wasn't enough to see the planes way up in the sky or on TV or even in my imagination. I wanted to get my hands on them. I would walk with my friends down to the local department store, Almy's, and check out the model airplanes made by a company called Ravel. I started saving up my allowance and birthday money, and even raking leaves or shoveling snow to earn money. I pretty much spent my money on model airplanes and movies. Some of the original models were pretty simple, but so much fun. I had a small mahogany school desk in my room, and I turned this into my work center. My dad gave me one of those...